MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go! You want NFL experience? Then this is the show for you. This is Up On Game with LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. Did you hear that? LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Well, we're an hour two. I, I have no idea why our shows go so... Oh, I do have an idea why they go so fast, because we're always having fun on Up On Game. I'm LeVar Arrington. That's Plexico Burris and TJ Hushmanzada. And we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch and you could save an average of $470 on auto insurance. That's a lot of money, Pete, for a quick phone call. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Average nationwide annual savings survey data July to December 2020. Jingle! Yeah! Alright. Let's talk about Les Mouse. TJ, you seem to be very, very in tune. Matter of fact, Gavin, I want you to introduce this topic because you you were very, very passionate about it. Let the fans, the listeners out there know, speaking of, 
So proud of you guys as our listeners. Happy to have you on board. We really appreciate it. Make sure you tell your friends about the show. The show has been performing amazingly. The growth has been amazing, and we, you know, we owe that all to you guys. So, thank you so much. Uh, Introduce this one, Gaff. Yeah, so this story actually dates back to 2013. Yep. Um, On Thursday, a report released on behalf of LSU showed that a 2013 internal investigation at the school accused, uh, this is at LSU, accused Miles of inappropriate behavior towards female students, uh, including allegations that he contacted some via Facebook and text, met with them on off campus alone and kissed at least one of them. Mm. The report did not find that he had sexual relationships with any of the women and Miles strongly denied kissing the student. Now, right now he has been placed on leave from Kansas. The question is, will he get terminated there? But again, this is a thing where the investigation happened in 2013. The AD um, uh, advised them to fire him, move on. Uh, And who are they? The, the AD the LSU. of LSU yeah. advised the AD at Kansas to let less. No, Miles the go. AD at LSU advised the administration, the yeah, team, the, the president of the school, to fire him. Okay. Yeah, and they kept him on, and eventually he left. I think it was in 2016, right, that he moved on. Okay, so while he 17. was while he was still at LSU is what we're saying. I just want to make sure it, it's all clear. They, they did they end up keeping him and then firing him or are we saying this story comes out and then now recently they contact Kansas and tell the administration at Kansas to let him go I just want to make sure we're clear here if I could uh yeah LeVar, sure. they, Take they, a did, they did uh fire uh miles I believe it yeah. was for football reasons right for football reasons but when they when we're saying they kept him we're saying LSU kept him Oh, yes. yes. That's yes. what yeah. we're saying. Not where he's at at Kansas. Right? No, Kansas just put him on leave because of the allegations that had just recently come out. And so they're... Are they, they relatable? Put, is it related to that? Is that why they're being connected? Oh, 100%. Just, yeah, yeah. This 100%. Is because, connect the dots. Yeah. 100%. USA Today actually had a story. This was all... This came out through this USA Today story in November of 2020. So it's sort of bubbling back up to the surface right now. What happened is USA Today filed a lawsuit with... LSU to get this report surfaced. This oh. is actually this. That's what there was kind of a major cover up here that oh. this investigation even happened. So, and then it. now it's happened again at Kansas. Everything got resurfaced, and they're showing. Okay, this is what Les Miles was accused of, and there's evidence of, uh, especially the digital, the, the Facebook stuff. Um, so this was kind of hidden while he was at LSU. He wasn't terminated over it. Uh, he was later fired for football reasons, but they did not. Uh, LSU did not punish him for this specifically. Okay. TJ, what you think? I mean, for me, and, and as you as well, I am Plex, when, when you have daughters, man, and... And you have two daughters in college. Two daughters in college at LSU. At LSU. It, it's just one of these things where, for the life of me, man, we as men, we got to do better. We got to stop praying on women that are trying to do things the right way and advance their careers, and we want to use power. The power that we have as men in order to curry favor with them sexually, I just don't, that's not right. And this has gone on for a long time, and not just sports, in every facet of life. And it it needs to stop. Whether these allegations are true or not, 
when the aid and, and I know Les Miles. Mm-hmm. I know Les Miles personally. We've met. I know his wife. His daughter plays softball. So we've met at the softball field and we've we've gotten pretty cool. But this here needs to stop in it's they're in Hollywood. It's come out producers. They they want to use their power. I'll give you this role, and, and so but. when the, when the AD recommends the athletic director, who his job is to win football games, mm-hmm. recommends we fire this coach to the president, then where there's smoke, it's a ton of fire. Plex, man, man, I'm I'm always you know overly you know sensitive to um, situations like this. You know, just like TJ just said. Um, you know, LaVar, TJ, myself, like we have daughters and, you know, we couldn't imagine, you know, our children, you know, being in a situation, you know, you know, as such when, you know, um, um, a male figure of less mild stature, not, not even him, you know, just anybody, you know, the, like the, uh, you know, inappropriate behavior and, and, uh, the misconducts or, or whatever it may be. You know, it's, it's it's just a bad thing because you know people are hurt. You know, not not just the the the, the women or the young women, but also you know people's families and and, and 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 such. So you know, with that being said, I don't I don't know Les Miles. You know, I've I've just you know uh, been brought to light on this situation in the last couple of days. But I just think it's a you know it's sad. It's an unfortunate situation when you know things like this are being. You know, withheld and and people have information about it and and not, you know, addressing it. You know, but uh, when these things happen, and like TJ said, man, it, it's it's continued to happen. You know, over time and time again, and you know, just doing you know the research on this thing. You know, and and you know, uh, Hush Blackwell report. You know, uh, Les Miles' name was mentioned in this thing like fifty one times. So there has to be some kind of uh, you know uh, relevance to to this story. So, you know, I just hope that, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, I hope he gets what he deserves or, or whatever it may be. I don't know the case if, if he's guilty or not, but just the fact that people had knowledge of it and, and not bringing it to light and, you know, the the, the whole power, uh, you know, case of it and just holding it back and not letting it be known and, and uh, p- people are being hurt. You know, it's just a sad situation. You know, I'm going to take it a step further because – I lived through a much, much more heinous and and worse situation as it applies to uh, a coach leveraging, you know, their their status and stature to do inappropriate things. I went to Penn State. We all know about the Penn State scandal and everything that took place and, and the fallout over it and everything that happened. And that was with boys. I wasn't with girls. I was with boys. And my whole thing is protecting protecting the sanctity and the safe safeness of what places are supposed to represent um, an institution of higher learning. You shouldn't have to feel as though you could be preyed upon by staff as a student. Um these kids that were at doing, you know, the part of the Penn State stuff, they were younger. They were like 14, 15, you know, young kids, teenagers. They weren't even in college. But, again, I kind of look at it and I put them in a very similar category in the sense that 
if you're using facilities and you're using the reputation of being the coach, you're using the reputation of the university and and the program and what that represents. And you can change that word representation to power because that's what it is. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I, I just find myself being in this, you know, even when I first heard it come out because Jerry Sandusky was my, you know, was my coach. I spent a lot of time with him. So in this scenario, I'm looking at it as if, if it were a girl versus it being the boys that he was bringing around. I was around these kids. Like I knew from one of the, the one of the legal um, testimonies, one of the kids mentioned me by name in the testimony. So I knew exactly because they won't release the names, but I knew exactly who the kid was by the reading the testimony. And, and, you know, it's, it, it breaks your heart. Like, you know, people still debate, did it happen? Did he really do those things? Did Joe know all these different things that are, are debated and discussed. But I think you guys are both correct when saying the amount of damage that is done there are so many victims that are involved in in these types of acts. When you look at, you know, nobody's blaming LSU for being power, you know, power tripping or anything like that on Les Miles, but that did happen at Penn State. You know, we were all for a long time almost kind of labeled as we were all these people that were doing these horrible things. Like you say Penn State, it's like, oh, you're one of them type type setups. It was like that for right? the first couple for, for, years. It was, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. bad. Yeah. It was bad. And and so when you think about the actions of one person, the selfish act of of doing these things that are 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 so so like out of out of the character of what a morally sound person would do. And then you have to fight. Les Miles put that on the shoulders of other people. They have to fight through the guilty accusations. They have to fight through everything that took place. They have to fight through the families having to deal with what what mental and emotional uh, impact that that had on those young ladies. Everybody has to fight through all of the the craziness that is taking place. And I'm just I'm like reminded <laughs> off of this. And for him not to be, for there not to be a swifter, um, you know, a swifter decision. Uh, it just shows you how much, how these, in, these how people, unimportant these people say that sports at these universities control everything that you're willing that the AD recommends he be fired, and you don't do a thing. It shows you. That how much they care about these sports and these coaches. Well, because you're weighing the bottom line, right? I mean, and and I guess that's the point I was getting to, and I guess that's why you went there. It, it's kind of like, how can you not be decisive? And if it like, let's just think about this. If it's just an accusation, wrong is wrong, right? If it's just an accusation, if it has children to do with it, and and it's. It's a it's a it's a law breaking accusation. If it has young ladies to do with it, students at the school, and there has an accusation, I'm he's got to go. You got to go. You got to go. 
If, like, if yeah. there's an accusation, it's probably more than one. We can work from we can work backwards from letting you go. And I listen, I know you got to follow the protocols. I'm not saying break protocols because there's legalities and and things that you know the the whole due you process a, of yeah. it. I understand that. You do have to get, but, get out in front of this. But you do got get I, out in I'm front sorry, of after it. looking at what happened at Penn State, it's like if you're not I'd rather have to deal with working backwards than working forward. I'd rather have to say I'm sorry and I'm glad you didn't do it and I'm glad you're innocent and I wish you luck rather than saying, Man, we kept you and we went through this and, and we waited for that and the due process play, played out and you were guilty. Yes. You know what I mean? So, so to me, I think it's a hard situation to find yourself in. Um, these are never easy, easy tasks to to take on. But I will certainly say this: I am a father of of three daughters, and I'm I, taking personal emotion out of it and just saying what, like you said, right is right and wrong is wrong. You do want to go through the protocols. You do want to go through the process, but at the same time. I also want to protect the integrity of what I represent as as a as an adult and what my job would be and what I'm doing for that university. I would have at least put them on put them on leave. Like Kansas did, I think Kansas is doing the right thing, right? Put them on leave, do what you need to do, but you ain't coming back until we are to the total bottom of what this situation is. Yeah, it, Kansas they're going to end up firing them, I believe. This this will be it for Les Miles. Mm. Yeah, I, I really believe that, but you know, this dating back to 2013, man, it just goes to show, man. You know, everybody is saving face. You know, mm. nobody wants to put their face on it, and nobody wants to jump out in front of it because they don't want to be associated with it. They rather just sweep it under the rug and 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 maybe have somebody deal with it later. But you know, just like you say, man, it, you know, uh, you know, everything's gonna come to light. All right, well. Yeah, that's one of them tough conversations, but we put you up on game on it anyway. We're not going to shy away from hard topics. We'll always jump on them. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Circle Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. Ooh, pick up the phone. I'm Dak. Hey, Jerry, can I come back? Oh, Give me a contract, goodness. not a tag. Am I need I still some loot. Online? Give me some loot. Come I on, Jerry. I need my home's money. I need my home's money. I need my home's money. The why are you Cowboys. messing with me? The Dallas Cowboys. Jerry, why are you messing with me? Ooh. Why are you messing with me? <laughs> Am I it's still lit. online? Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back, everybody, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS-TO-SWITCH, and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. It's up on game. TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Burrs, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you check out the podcast. And listen, every time you hear us singing or, well, hear me singing, you know, I don't know who does it. Any of us doing singing. Just make sure you do something to subscribe and and download and you won't be able to hear that heavy metal music that was taking place. Don't even worry (laughs) about it because it's not going to be on the podcast. But give us four stars, five stars, subscribe, tell a friend. Let's do that. Let's make it work, all right? Okay, let's jump into this because I really want – 
to discuss the Dak Prescott situation because we are literally running out of time. And here's the scenario. You're going to pay 36-something. 37 million. 37 for the franchise tag. And you offered him 35 guaranteed a year for for uh, his contract, a long-term contract. Dak wants something in the 40s that's right behind Pat Mahomes. And we continue to see a standoff take place, and we're heading for what is perceivably the second franchise tag that Dak will have to to wear after wearing it for the first year and not wearing it well at all. You get the tag. The one thing we all know, when you get that tag, you cannot get hurt. That is just the rule you do not break when you're on a franchise tag year. So, fellas, how is this going to play out, and what do you think should happen? Should Dak be thinking to take the contract? Does Dak have the leverage here? Give me what your your opinions are on how this situation is panning out, and does it seem correct? If I'm Dak Prescott, um, I want to play on a franchise tag again. Oh, that's sixty eight million in two years, and then you hit the market. In essence, he'd be paid two hundred million dollars over a five year span, which you, you can't beat that. You you can't beat that if you include the two years on a franchise tag. But reverse that. If I'm the Cowboys and I know Dak Prescott wants forty million a year, that's why I go get Russell Wilson. That's why I go get Russell Wilson and pay him for the next three years thirty five million a year. I assume that I'm going to be a better team with Russell Wilson, so I give you my 10th pick of the draft this year, which is a bit high. I give you Ezekiel Elliott, Pete Carroll, because you want to run the ball. I give you my 2022 first-round pick, which I hope is late because we're going to make the playoffs and make a run at it. So in essence, you're giving them the 10th pick, Ezekiel Elliott, and a late first-round pick for Russell Wilson. That's the path that I try to create if I'm the Dallas Cowboys if you don't want to pay Dak Prescott $40 million, which they do not, because if they did, he would be signed already. The Cowboys have a number in mind. They don't want to go past it. Dak has a number in mind. And He's he not going to go, go under it. it. <laughs> right. And so that's why there's this game of chicken. Let's try to eliminate that. Let's see if we can get Russell Wilson at $35 million a year, and uh, let's move forward. Hmm. Well, none of what you just said is not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott is not going anywhere. We know that. You don't think the Cowboys, if they can he, get rid of Zeke and let not, Tony Pollard Ezekiel be the starter? Elliott is not going anywhere. He, he's going to be a Dallas Cowboy hey, for Plex, a long you would time. Not be he's a good he's GM, one of those bro. franchise cornerstone uh-huh. players you, that they are going to build you wouldn't trade. You wouldn't trade Ezekiel Elliott if you could get Russell Wilson. Listen, I, we're not talking about myself. We're talking oh, okay. about what Jerry okay. Jones is going to do. Jerry, okay. Jones, Jerry Jones is not letting Ezekiel Elliott get out of the building. Would so you do that, it? So, so, so with that being said, um, we were watching this game last year, at, uh, I believe, at the same time. And Dak rolls out to the left-hand side. He breaks his leg. Immediately, I get on the text message with you on LeVar. And I say, this is the reason why the franchise tag should be eradicated from professional football. It puts the players in a bad position. Definitely does. They're they're on a week-to-week basis as far as uh, salary. And it it doesn't give the player – any 
any security. Uh, I mean, security. it's a lot of money, but yeah, you don't have yeah, long-term long security. But at, mentally, to the players, like, you know what? They don't even know what they want to do with me. They want to bring me back for a franchise tag for one year. But, you know, I want long-term security. So how does the player look at the organization after this happens a second time? But But for the Cowboys, I don't think they have a choice. If you give him a long-term contract, or he's going to play under, this, under the franchise tag for the second time. But they don't have a quarterback to to come in and start Andy Dalton's a backup. He's making, what, $3 million a year. But as far as Russell Wilson going to the Cowboys and Zeke Elliott going to Seattle, that is not going to happen. Dak Prescott will be a Dallas Cowboy next year, whether it's under franchise tag or they can work out a way to, 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 to sign him long-term. But just like you said, TJ, listen, if I'm Dak Prescott, uh, Dak, Dak Prescott, I want to play under the franchise tag. Because mm-hmm. just like you said, $68 million in two years, he's not going to make that anywhere else. So the, the, the Cowboys have their back against the wall. Time is running out. But I, Dak Prescott is not going anywhere. I, I don't want to play on the franchise tag. Uh, and I find it to be – peculiar that if you're going to pay me the franchise tag which is two million more than what you were offering me in terms of a long-term contract why can't you just go up to a number that is perceivably a number that we could agree on 39 but do you think the cowboys have offered him 37 million a year but you you know you know what it tells the player we like you, but we don't love you. But we don't like you that much. Maybe you we don't I mean? trust you all the way. Right. Maybe and and again, here's what I had to do. Right, I had to go through my notes and look at all of these guys who have gotten these major contracts. Y'all do know only one has not made a a, a Super Bowl appearance. Only one, and that's Deshaun Watson. Now, if you look at the other ones and you want to say, oh, well, he's no better. He's better than golf or he's, he's, he's Carson Wentz. They went to Super Bowls. And then when you start throwing yourself out there and you, you know, you're saying, oh, well, the market defines itself. The market is the market. So I want a deal that's at least close to being underneath Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry. That's not your market. That's elite quarterback market. But I don't also- put, I do not put, and I, I mean, I really do hate to say this because I want to see Dak get get his money. I, I'm not one to count anybody's money. I want to see everybody get paid. I'm pro player. But you're not an elite quarterback. You're not an elite NFL quarterback. You, at least you haven't proven to be one by the, by the standard of what it is. And if you wanted to be able to have negotiating power to get that established market. Where do you say Dak falls in the echelon of quarterbacks? Is he a top 10 quarterback? Here's, here's, here's the problem. I think Dak is a top 10 quarterback. But when I look at elite quarterbacks or quarterbacks that have gotten really, really good good long-term contracts, they have something that they can negotiate and they can bargain off of. We went to the Super Bowl. I played. Right. I took your team but, to a Super Bowl. But that's that, negotiation okay, no, power. That, that, what, what do you under, say? What do you say when you see Kirk Cousins? He hasn't done it. Jimmy G. He hasn't done it. Carson Wentz didn't do it either. But he's asking for more than that. At the time that they signed their deals, this was, is an unprecedented contract. 
that that no, no, Patrick no, no. Mahomes Dak, got. Dak, Dak but this understands is, the Dallas quarterback. It's gonna market. continue to rot. Like every quarterback is gonna. Get it's more it's an unprecedented. We're gonna continue this conversation, but we're throwing out comparisons that are not. I can't allow that to be entered into the court of of discussion. Because it is not the relevance of what Kirk Cousins was able to get done with Minnesota after leaving two two times being franchise tagged by Washington. You're still talking about an unprecedented amount of money that that Patrick Mahomes got in that contract. It's not comparable to any other contract because he pushed the value but, up wait, wait, so, the market you? so high. It's the, not a legit number. How many more contracts? I'll I'll say, in my opinion, Deshaun Watson will possibly, if he can stay healthy, will possibly make more money than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick yes, Mahomes' contract is it, so long. It's not. It's not. He will make more money in the short term, in terms of what is considered to be guaranteed upfront money. I I get that, but what what Dak Prescott is attempting to do is get. 41 40 million 42 million guaranteed a year that's not going to happen that's a different you're you're talking about an entirely different market that's not that's not the market has gone up you know like we're talking the market continues to go up yes it does continue to go up pat mahomes is at the ceiling that's he's he's the ceiling i don't even know that pat mahomes is the ceiling pat mahomes is the stars like you're not going to get there. That's not that is not foreseeable for any quarterback in the National Football League right now today other than Patrick Mahomes. I will say this, but it's Dallas. The 2020 draft class that. of quarterbacks if Burrow and Herbert end up being studs like they Bur- look. Burrow is the they name. Will, they will both, Herbert and Burrow will both surpass Patrick Mahomes in three years if they end up being really good quarterbacks on their That's second fair. year. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And just because of the economics continuing exactly. to go up. Exactly. I don't know if it, if it caps out or whatever, What uh, the market, you know, I don't know. I mean, COVID could play a part in this. I don't know, but... This is what I do know. Today, why are you why are you persisting on getting a number that you know you're not going to get? And if you're persisting on it, what are you and this is what I need to know from y'all. Y'all offensive guys, y'all find ways to justify stuff all the time. <laughs> so I, I want to hear it from y'all. How how do you justify getting a contract that's just under? Okay, you don't want more. You want something that's close. I want something right there at the 40, 41, 42. I want that guaranteed. What what says to me that as a Dallas GM, a Dallas purse holder, that I open up the purse strings that loosely and pull that out and get that contract to Dak Prescott? Because uh, we have seen this before from Dallas. It it won't be the first time that – the Cowboys would overpay a player. I think. Dak I know Prescott, they. Pay, I know they I overplay. Da, paid Dak, the quarterback. Uh, yeah, what what yeah. was the last? Tony Dak, Romo. I, I get that. Yeah, Dak Prescott understands the Dallas quarterback market. It has to it has nothing to do with everybody else. How many times did they franchise tag Tony Romo? Zero. 
So right now, immediately, if you're using Tony Romo as an example, Plex, that I've sunk right. your battleship already. That battleship is at but, the bottom but, of the ocean. But what I'm saying is he understands the Dallas quarterback market. It has nothing to do with everybody else. But He d- understands it, that he's a franchise quarterback in his organization. They are the number one team as far as whatever revenue and the most popular team in the world he's as not far as football is the concerned. franchise quarterback of this team he, at the price tag that he's asking for. For the Cowboys this year. But what a know, franchise I, I tag. Listen, I, I've never understood why teams would franchise a player more than once, multiple times, because it makes no sense. Now you're talking about you could have gave Dak Prescott a long term contract a year ago. Now you're talking about him uh two years ago. Now you're talking about him going into the you know the second year of this deal, which which you which you could have already guaranteed him money. Now you're paying him sixty two sixty eight million dollars over two years in a franchise tag, which could have been guaranteed money already in a long term deal. So I don't even understand what these teams and organizations are thinking when when you're when you're trying to franchise a player more than once. Now you're going to franchise tag him again. Uh, you're thinking, you know, I, listen, you're thinking. I, I want you to bring your number right. down, or I'm a franchise listen, tag you and then get I, rid I, of you. I, I didn't understand the whole Walter Jones thing when he was playing at Seattle. Granted, he was a great player. He played under three franchise tags in a row, and then after the third franchise tag, they gave him a seven year, fifty two million dollar deal. That's like, one of the what? greatest. That's <laughs> yeah. arguably the listen, greatest <laughs> offensive tackle listen, ever to play the game. Ever, ever to play. He made that fifty two million in three years, and now you want to give him a long term seven year, fifty two million dollar deal? It makes no sense for these teams to franchise the player more than once. Listen, if you don't want him, let him go or find somewhere to trade him to. The franchise tag, like I said. I believe if the players in the CBA and everybody got together the union, it shouldn't even be in football. It's in no other sport other than ours. And it shouldn't be even – it should be eradicated from football totally and permanently. Hmm. I think the the interesting thing about all of this is he ain't going to get that money. I wonder where he get it from somebody else. Everybody says he could go somewhere else and get that money. Man, I don't Dak buy that. Ain't going, Dak ain't going nowhere. Dak ain't Man, getting that better, money nowhere else. They better else. go get Russell Wilson. I'm telling you. They better go get Russell Dak Wilson. Dak ain't getting that money nowhere Man, else. TJ, but go, go rub the baby powder off your chest. Man. I'm telling oh, you. Gosh. I'm telling you. That's, that's what teams that want to win, they go do. Plex, you up here talking about, oh, let's give Dak this. They don't want Dak. They don't want Dak. They showed Dak Dak. Hey, like what? they don't hey, want him. Listen, if they choose to if they choose to franchise Dak Prescott, he ain't got no choice. Mm. That's what that, that's what that, that's what I'm talking about with the franchise tag. They don't leave the players the option or the choice to be a free agent. The franchise tag. You know what? We ain't gonna pay you long term, but you ain't going nowhere either. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season, and guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion, and I'm Anissa Ferrer. And I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. Hey, hey, up on game, hey, with LaVar, hey, and TJ Hutzrizada, and Plexico Barris. <laughs> he catches balls and so does TJ and I'm gonna give it you, you and it's Sam in the back. And it's Gavin and you and it's in the back. Anyway, um, Ooh. yeah, you won't hear the music that goes along with this, this, uh, with this freestyle that I just hit you with. But you yeah, do know we, we are coming live. Meant the music. 
in the in the actual podcast. Is that possible? Uh, no, you can't because we don't have the rights to the music. But anyways, we're live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for quote. Make sure you do that. Hey, listen, it was a good show today. We discussed Big Ben, Russ, what's going on with with the whole Les Miles thing. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. But before we leave. Um, and make sure you subscribe to our podcast, rate our podcast, Up Push On Game. Tell everybody about the podcast. But before we get up out of here, guys, as this show goes so quickly, J.J. Watt said he really believed in Kyler Murray and his decision to choose Arizona over teams that came down to, like, Buffalo. <laughs> um Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, he felt as though he should Kansas go. Kansas City. Yeah, well, come on. How about it? It, it? I mean, he felt like that they're a contender just very quickly. Are they a contender? Do you believe the hype in what he's saying about Kyler Murray in Arizona? He, if if Chandler Jones can stay healthy, that division is tough. Mm-hmm. The Rams are going to be better offensively with Stafford. Mm-hmm. If Jimmy G can come back healthy or the 49ers can trade for a quarterback, they're going to be a really good team. If Russell Wilson stays in Seattle, they're going to be a really good team. Defensively, they have the makings of a very, uh, very a really good, good defense. Team. Yeah, you got Simmons. If, yes. if he can come back in his second year, oh, he's going to be better. Baker. They they have Baker. the they have the pieces defensively yes. to cause a lot of teams problems. Yes, they do because they get a lot of recognition for what they do offensively. If they can put that together and be a complete team, they possibly Kyler Murray is going to be much better in his third year. Like Super Bowl contender, good. They have a chance. Plex? You know, you know what? Just because J.J. Watt joined the Arizona Cardinals, it does not make them a contender, even though J.J. Watt was the most double-team defense. When he lined up on the edge, he was the most double-team player in the league last year. You, you put him along with Chandler Jones. Who they, they going to double? Be, hey, they will be special. Hey, I believe it was a stat. The last five or six years, nobody has more sacks than those two. Chandler Jones has 61 sacks in the last five seasons. As y'all Offensively, can tell. they need more weapons to put with DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray, but 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 they are still the third best team in that division. Don't get it twisted. As you can tell, we have and who's not one or two? Time. Who's no, one or two? Stop! Stop! We gotta go. Who's one, who's or, one two? or two? Seattle one. Rams oh my God! Two. I'm out of here. Plex, the Rams are number one. It's good one. thing it's over. The Plex Rams is, are number one. Stop! Get out of there! Get on your skateboard. You're Plex. listening up on game one. Plex and Goldberg. Bye. We're out here. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season, and so are we. I'm Tori Deal, and I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars Four is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.